When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's it called? What's it called? What's it called? Oh, it doesn't even know what it's called. I'm settling in. What do you want from me? I'm in a hotel room, man. (laughs) This is the first time I've been in a hotel room in over seven years where the person I'm in the room with, I've never kissed. Well, you're in luck. Because (laughs) I'm going to kiss you. (laughs) That's actually for sure not true. I'm usually in a hotel room with just a comedian. Yeah, it's always what it is. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, because I'm used to being in a hotel room alone. But then it's like, I've been in ones with my brother and, uh, you know, other comics and shit. But it is funny. This is the first time we've been in a hotel. Is that true? I think. It's when so else would true. it have been? If there were ever an episode of What's It Called that you felt like maybe you wanted to watch the video, I think this is the one. Hell yeah. Caleb and I, we, <laughs> we live on opposite sides of the United States of America now. Um, he lives in L.A. I live in New York. We don't see each other ever. But we just happen to both be in Denver, Colorado on this day. We yeah. just got a ride from a really fucking funny yeah, local great. comic named Ed. What was his last Ed name? Ed Bell. Ed Bell. He was so funny. Yeah. And uh, he drove us down, and he featured for Caleb, and I uh, I jumped on the show and did a little set. And, uh, you know, we all bombed, but... Uh... That's true. That is true. <laughs> it was a tough show. It's two degrees. It's two degrees. <laughs> yeah. And it's getting down to negative five tonight. Yeah. Uh, and it's snowing. It's yeah. like a blizzard. And it's cold as shit. Yeah. Uh, and we're staying in the, the scariest part of Denver we could have found. Caleb booked uh, the hotel. I did book the hotel. Didn't look at where it was. No. Uh, it's frightening. I'm frightened. Yeah. And I'm always frightened. You know that about me. But this is different. <laughs> this was like... <laughs> and what's funny is that it's actually in a part of Denver that's fine. It's just like a two blocks. Yeah, we, I, we picked a bad block. <laughs> yeah. I picked it. I, I don't know why I started to blame <laughs> hey. you a little bit. Um, it's such a bad block that when I was meeting Caleb here, I didn't know what the room number was yet, so I just stood in the lobby, and the woman who worked at the front of the Days Inn was like, why are you in the lobby? And it was like, isn't the lobby where people just sit all the time? Yeah, that's where you're supposed to do that. I was in a hotel earlier, I checked out of my room, and then I sat in the lobby for hours drinking coffee, and they didn't... But she was, like, afraid of me. Yeah. Yeah, and then when we got back from the show... And, you know, we didn't bomb. I think everyone got some laughs. But it was, you know, it was one of those days where we drove down. We had a great time. It was like, well, this is the basement of a bar where it's two degrees outside. And And there was baby. There were, like, children there. It was funny because when I hit the stage, there were, like, not a lot of people in the crowd. There were, like, literally eight. And then, and I was like, okay, so this is hard. And then by the time Caleb was up there, there were probably 16 people. Yeah. Two of them were babies. One of them (laughs) was sitting so close to him with his back to Caleb and would only occasionally (laughs) nod his head in agreement. 
and the things he was not. In, Caleb has one joke where the punchline is hit people with your hands. <laughs> it's an obvious joke. Couldn't possibly ever actually mean that. And that was the one time the guy was like, exactly. Yeah, dude. Hit him. That's what I'm talking about. I don't even know who it is. He was also closest to the stage. I've never had the person closest to me have their back completely turned. It was wild, dude. Yeah. He also wild. walked in during your set, right? Yeah, so yeah. it's like if you picture like a long, thin room with a stage at the end, and if you're like on stage and looking down the long, thin room, on the right side there's a bar, but the bar right before it gets to where the stage is curves to meet the wall. This motherfucker <laughs> walks into a comedy show all the way to the end of the bar, curves around with the bar, and sits at the only spot at the bar where your back is directly to the comedian and your back is three feet from the comedian. It was yeah. crazy. Yeah, it was... Uh, I've never seen anything like that, really. I would say <laughs> it was disrespectful, but it also the, the setup of the show was to where no respect was commanded. No, no, no. It's no. just there's not a tickets, there's no door. It's just like... Wandering yeah. in, and he's like, somebody's talking. Yeah, totally. Well, I want a beer. <laughs> the show is called Pee-Pee Time. Yeah, poo-poo pee-pee time. Poo-poo pee-pee time. Sorry, I, I got it wrong. never miss it. Yeah. Every time I'm in Colorado, I go down to pee-pee time, and I eat shit. And this is also mm-hmm. the first time, like, usually, we're having some brews. We're, uh, we got a bunch of chips from 7-Eleven and some brews, and we're getting a little loose. We're getting a little saucy, yeah, a man. Dr- hotel drunk episode, it's great. We normally are very professional about what's it called. It's very important to us. We don't get all fucked up and weird. We want to be our best selves, but not today. Today, we're yeah. our worst selves. Yeah, it's like midnight. It's not midnight, it's but not. it's night. We don't usually record at night. No. I also don't mean that. I, you know, we're not our worst selves. But, uh, you know, I, it, you're, you're right. It's different. We're, uh, it's great, too. Cheers, buddy. It's Cheers. so good to see Best you, man. Best night of my life. Good to see you, too, man. I. It's funny because we do, you know, we see each other's faces and we do shit together every yeah, week. Yeah. But this is different. We don't get to hang out. I know. And I swear you did get taller. I don't know if you can see it on the video. Dave looks a little taller. That's what happens when you got a big old fat dump truck <laughs> ass. <laughs> I moved to New York and I got a just a yeah. lot more junk in my trunk and that makes your you know what I mean? It, makes, it does something. It does something. You know what's weird about having a dump truck ass that no <laughs> one ever tells you till you get one is that the reason it's big is that there's a bunch of shit in it. <laughs> I wanted that to be like a Carson thing where it's like uh, what's weird about having <laughs> a dump truck ass? <laughs> yeah. You know well. what's weird? You was weird. You know what's weird about having a dump truck ass? Ed, Ed's Ed, got a dump truck ass. Ed, yeah, he'll tell you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I would love dirty. Car- dirty Carson is very funny. I will tell you what's weird about having a dump truck ass. Uh, it can talk. Oh, yeah. Okay. We don't speak the same language, though. There's a language barrier between me and my ass. Oh, me and my ass <laughs> speak the same language. Do you? Yes, we do. French? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. My ass speaks French. No, it's true, man. We like uh, now, this is our first in person episode in months. Yeah. And we're drinking, which we don't do. And it's at night. And this it's episode. It's in a hotel and it's in Denver. Yeah, it's in a hotel. We're in bed. We are right. in bed. You we should watch on beds. YouTube. Full beds. Yeah. That's right. They're not queens, and you can tell by where my legs are at. 
<laughs> I'm sitting up, and my legs are at the end of the full-size bed. Yeah, man. So this is, I would say, a special party episode of What's It Damn Called? Damn right it is. We got beer, we got chips, we're sitting on beds, dude. Yeah, I'm more Cheers than likely going to have bro. another beer, because... Uh, I can already. This one's getting a little low, and I'm feeling funky. I'm feeling it, man. Dang, bro, this might be a longer episode. You know, maybe, maybe. I, I know, did make sure to uh, bring my computer. We got all all the shit we need here, because <laughs> so we're gonna be doing some moon news. Don't you worry. Just because we're wasted in a hotel and it's two degrees outside doesn't mean we don't get to talk about the fucking moon. Oh, and when it's cold, I feel like the moon is closer. Yeah, yeah. bigger. Yeah, there's something up Exactly. There. I feel like, doesn't it feel like the sun makes you warm and the moon makes you cold, you know? Yeah. Right? You know what I heard? I don't know if this is true. We can look it up. Mm-hmm. But I hear that, you know how it's cooler in the shade than in the sun mm-hmm. uh, when it's sunlight? You know what I heard? Mm-hmm. I heard it's colder in the moonlight than it is in the shade. Really? I don't think it's true, but I've heard someone say that. They were like, did you know? And I was like, wow. That someone told so... me that in a bar once, and I was like, whoa. That sounds like it would be magic. Yeah, it sounds felt false to me. Because moonlight is sunlight. Yes. Yeah. But uh, maybe it was a flat earther I was talking to. It's mm. probably totally wrong, but look it up for yourself. I would say your first mistake is talking to any comedians. <laughs> They say all kinds of crazy shit, those Yes, comments. they do. They ever have this? We had a good, like, Ed was cool, but sometimes in comedy it'll be like, ooh, I gotta ride six hours to Louisville with a comic I've never met. That's, yeah. like, a, not an uncommon thing. No. And, uh, and like, about 30 minutes in, you find out that they're... Uh, not vaccinated. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> no, that's actually a good example. <laughs> yeah, totally. And they'll just be like, you don't have it, do you? And I'll be like, um... <laughs> If I say yes, do I still get to ride in your car? Yeah. I need this gig. You know? Or they'll just totally. say crazy shit, you know? Or they're like, yeah, more often what will happen to me is a, the person is, like, really nice and, and you know, basically cool, but they have some sort of, like, really specific crazy obsession. Yeah. Oh, it, yeah. It's, like, 30 minutes in, and they're like... uh you ever play Mario 2? <laughs> like, yeah. You're like, man, I play Mario 2 eight hours a day. And you're like, what the fuck is going on? And then you have to talk about <laughs> Super Mario Brothers 2. Yeah, too. you're like, you got all this time. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a tough... Like, it's good when it's good. Like, I had that one where I had to go to Bisbee and back. Nine hours there, nine hours back. So I spent 18 hours in the car with Audrey Stewart. Mm. And uh, we never spent that amount of time together. She's we had a funny. great time. She's so funny, such yeah. a good hang, like cool, cool. But that could go south so quick. Oh my god! And I was thinking about it, like, because you got to pick how to fill it when you're like long drive, because it's like we're we gonna be talking about Mario two for five hours. Mm-hmm. But I do it to my. I realize sometimes when I don't know what to say, I'll just pretend that reminded me of something I know what to talk about. About oh. you know, if somebody's talking about a uh, sport. I don't watch sports. I don't know anything about them. Uh, and I'll be like, yeah, you know, it reminds me of everybody and everybody loves Raymond uh, <laughs> one time. And I'll just pretend. And now we're just talking about that because I don't know what to say that back. And they're like, great move. Yeah. They're like Tom Brady. And I go, mm hmm. You know, Ray, one time Ray was supposed to go <laughs> get a new vacuum. And uh, Deborah miles <laughs> from here. There are two comedians who love Super Mario, too. They're like, 
You know when you're hanging out with a comic and he won't shut up about everybody loves Raymond? <laughs> and it's just like, I'm just over here trying to talk about Princess Peach and Toadstool. <laughs> like a regular conversation. The guy's like, I know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm trying to throw radishes at Shy Guys here. Yeah. And this guy won't shut the fuck up about Brad Garrett. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you have a long ass road trip, like you got a nine hour drive with a, a comic, what are you trying to talk about? You know, what totally. are you going to fill it with? What am I going to fill it with? Yeah. You know, I try to be dumb. And that wasn't always yeah. the case. When I, in the past, I think uh, I was more into emotional, deep conversations, you know, and that happens. And I'm down mm-hmm. when it happens. But I want those to start and end. Right, because I just have learned that, like, you know, it's a thing that I wish someone actually would have told me when I was younger, just because I like to get to know people and just because it is, like, not something everyone does to, like, get into their feelings doesn't mean it's worthwhile for you to, like, really, really sit in it. And I really thought that because I, like, I don't know, not a lot of people would talk about their feelings and i felt like i got comfortable at it and i felt like you know it's interesting and cool but the thing is that i just think any of those conversations if they go on for longer than 30 45 minutes it just gets like boring the way anything else would but now you're bored and you're sad and (laughs) (laughs) it fucking sucks dude also nothing is more fun than being a goddamn moron yeah it's all i want to do yeah and uh man yeah some people on the road you really get that, and we'll get in the dumb zone with you. And some it. people fight it. Yeah, I know. They won't do it. I think two things are important when you're road tripping with somebody. Being stupid and shutting yeah. up. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's it, that's it. Or let's listen to something. But it's like, yeah, I hate when somebody wants to get where they'll be like, what a... <laughs> What's uh, your love language, do you <laughs> oh, think? Oh, man. And I'll be like, <laughs> oh, butts and they're like no for real no actually answer me and then they'll pull up the chart and i'm like no oh god yeah what are we doing like it's not therapy uh i just want to have a good time i also do think it is a true skill of knowing when to shut the fuck <laughs> up <laughs> and i think that i've failed at that skill at times yeah, in my yeah, life everybody does but i know? think i've gotten pretty good at it the thing is especially on a road trip when you're in a contained space with somebody for over 45 minutes and the conversation dies, that's the time. Yeah, let it die. That's the time to shut up. Sometimes I, <laughs> I can't, uh, like the conversation will die and I'll go, if you could travel to any yeah. planet. Well, no. we all hate silence. <laughs> <laughs> That's the craziest part about being human. Anytime no, I'm in a room and no one is talking, it feels like I'm being stabbed in the temple. Yeah, it feels like my father is like, "This is why everyone fucking hates you." Yeah, and it's like I want to get it going quick. I'm like, "You ever yeah. get caught jerking off?" No, right. What about? But uh, you gotta learn. You gotta. It's yeah. in a car. You gotta shut up. Yeah, sometimes it's nice to just sit and look at the stuff go by. Oh God, I love it. I love looking at stuff go by. Yeah. That's something too good about. I'm sure there's somebody on a road trip now. That's when I listen to the most podcasts on a road trip. Totally, I gotta fill time here. Yeah, you know, and you know, so take this conversation as an opportunity to sort of, you know, you don't need to judge yourself. 
that perhaps the person who's driving the car got really, really annoyed with you that you would not stop talking <laughs> earlier in the day when you were driving by all those, there was just rows and rows of cornfields and grapevines and trees, almond orchards, and it was beautiful. And you just would not shut the fuck up. <laughs> and the driver was so annoyed with you that he put on this podcast that he barely likes. Yeah, he just needed something. But he knows you like it. <laughs> you know, here's another clue. If you've been talking for like 10 minutes and they haven't said anything. Right. That's a clue. There's And there's levels of people not saying anything that are important cues to learn. Like... I think the first level of the person wanting the conversation to end is, oh, yeah, yeah, totally, totally, totally. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. They're saying words. So then the next level of them not wanting you to talk anymore, and this means it's been going on for a while, they're like, uh-huh, yeah, yeah. But if you are have been talking for a long time and all you're getting is this, mmm. <laughs> yeah, just so that you know they're alive. That friendship is over, man. <laughs> and uh, once again, I've been on both sides yeah. of this. I've man, I've said the mmm and I've seen the mmm come at me. Yeah. Well, what I do, like I said, like I don't want, I know people know that so I don't go, yeah, mmm. Mm. Mm -hmm. Like if somebody's boring me, I just do the everybody loves Raymond move. So that's the so other thing. It doesn't even hurt their feelings. They're yeah. just like, oh, now we're talking about Raymond. You got to be kind with your, we're all fucking weird. Yeah, yeah, dude. I, I, That's good. I do that too. I'm always trying to like steer things to, you know, get it to a place where we're all like either like agreeing or like all feeling the conversation. It's kind of like you ever been, so, so the flip side of this is sometimes you're in a car with someone who like they're a lot of fun. Great conversationalist. Maybe they even understand how to shut up. Yeah. But everything they bring up is nothing anyone's interested in. Or they're like, ooh, let me DJ. And they play uh, the worst yeah. fucking music. <laughs> like music I've never even heard. I don't even know what this genre is. <laughs> yeah, totally. The most unpleasant shit. And like, because I, when I'm DJing, I'm thinking like, what's Caleb into? You know, what's Audrey into? If the three of us were in the car, like... Because, mm -hmm. man, to me, there's no better feeling than you put on a song and everyone in the car is like, oh, I oh, love this good, You feel like you wrote song. it. It yeah, feels great. Yeah, totally. Yeah, you yeah. definitely did write that song. Yeah, that road trip, Audrey introduced me to, because I don't know, like, I have some of the worst musical taste on earth. I don't know shit. I, there's nothing I know that uh, I just don't. So I, I learn, I, every time we're in the car, I'm like, what's this? That's true. Because I don't know what it is. Yeah. Caleb, uh, yeah, that's the uh, thing I always liked about driving home from what's it called recordings. Uh, you would be I like, never, damn. I've never yeah. even heard of the band. I introduced Caleb to Run the Jewels. <laughs> never And heard that of was them. in like 2021. Yeah. I was like, whoa, <laughs> I like this. And then you, I was like, oh, all their songs are good. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so that's huge for me when I, uh, you know, and I, and you always want everyone to be like, Feeling your shit, but it's some it's people also, aren't like that. Yeah, some don't people, you hate when people they bring up like you'll get in the car with somebody and you're like, oh, this is like a comic I like, but then you just realize, oh, they're just funny on stage. Like, and like they'll be like, so uh, uh, my aunt got a new backsplash in her kitchen. They put it in on Thursday. Guy came in. How is that possible? He wanted uh, 
he wanted like 1500 and I was like, 1500 for the labor and the parts? And it was just for the labor. And I said, well, I got my backsplash. Uh, I mean, this was a two years ago. So if you think about it, like adjusted for inflation, I don't think that he's, I don't, I just, it's about, I could put in a backsplash. You give me like uh, two days, two full days, I could put one. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Shut up, Jim Gaffigan. Yeah, you've met the president. <laughs> Why are we talking about a backsplash in some other motherfucker's house? Isn't that so interesting? In my mind, if you are good at what you do, whatever it is, you're interesting across the board. But it's not true. No, it's not. That also makes me think, like, I, you know, for example, Joe Biden, you know? <laughs> Joe Biden is the dumbest, <laughs> lamest president of all time. But he was a really, really fun fucking vice president. Yeah. Yeah, it's like uh, it's like having a cool friend and they're a bad girlfriend. Right. We're oh, like, yeah. one of my best friends. And then, then you're like, oh, no. Right. You know, that's uh, I'm sure wow. everybody can relate to that. Yeah. You got your good friend in jail. Then you both get out of jail and you realize, oh, no. Right. He's a bad friend. Wow. We had limited resources. And <laughs> I wasn't allowed to talk to anybody That's else. That's what was fun. Yeah. Also, they kissed me on the tip of my <laughs> dick a little bit. <laughs> you know Which is saying? a thing you like in prison. I'm just saying. I feel like that would be a nice... Bonus in prison. <laughs> if you, you got know, a little kiss. I don't know why that just popped, but you know in Pulp Fiction. You immediately talk about Everybody Loves Ray. I, I okay. There's an episode of Everybody Loves Ray. No, but this really does relate to that because it's, uh, the, you know, when Bruce Willis kills that guy in Pulp Fiction, he like has the boxing match and kills him. Oh, yeah. He meets up with his girlfriend in the hotel. For some reason, Tarantino thinks it's a good Thing to in that scene with him going, will you kiss, will you kiss it? it? It's gr so gross, dude. Like, what? And she's, she's like talking about how she wants a pot belly and just like being cute. And he's like, will you kiss it? Will you kiss my dick? Yeah. I just killed a man. Yeah. And it's like, you just want her to just kiss it? Yeah. I, everything about that I always thought was strange. And I'm like, damn, Academy Award. Well, it's just the language. It's just so. Hey, I'm Bruce Willis. Yeah. It would be really funny is if that wasn't in the script. <laughs> and they weren't even supposed to have it wasn't even supposed to be a sex scene for Willis was just like they weren't even I'm dating. a really charming guy I'm know? dating her <laughs> I've decided that my character is dating her <laughs> yeah dude I could imagine Bruce Willis being the kind of guy who's like in the wings of a shoot just like calling audibles you know what you know what I think I think the watch should have been in his ass <laughs> Say it was in his ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one could say no. <laughs> yeah, he just Bruce beat Willis. the hell out of anybody. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know what I was thinking about? Because uh, I've been watching tons of movies lately. And uh, I think about it like, because you know how some people don't like sex scenes? Yeah. You know? I think they're fine or whatever. But I was watching The Bridges of Madison County mm -hmm. and... Uh, and Clint Eastwood directed it. Right. And he's in all the sex scenes. Wow. So it's just him getting laid a bunch. That's so funny. And it's Meryl Streep. So it's like, you just wanted this to happen. Like, it makes me feel like kind of like gross when he, you know, he's also yelling cut. <laughs> Isn't it gross? <laughs> That's why I wrote, I'm writing this movie where the main character hangs himself. <laughs> <laughs> 
and he does it while he's watching the bridges of Madison <laughs> County. <laughs> Buddy, I'm getting another beer right now. Let's do it, dude. Dude, get me one. I got you, dude. If you're if you're listening along, uh, crack open a beer if you got one, and it and it and you feel like it. I don't want to encourage anybody, but uh, I also do because I I like them. Beer's good. Oh, let me uh, just hand me a, a, a fresh one. I'll I'll switch them out. Uh, this podcast is brought to you by beer that was at the gas station. <laughs> yeah, dude. We had a we had a moment there when it was like we thought it was a all the beer was locked up like with like Ugh. like metal locks. It was terrifying. And we were like, oh, Sunday, no alcohol on Sunday. Yeah, dude. And then it was like, no, it's just this is a dangerous Seven Eleven, and we lock the shit up. People do beer runs here. <laughs> no, it was like also yeah. So it it's just totally true. The the hotel and the Seven Eleven right next to it are just fucked up and. uh there were, you know, we got hit up for change outside the 7-Eleven, which is not really that weird for a 7-Eleven, but it was like a lot of people, and it just sort of it seemed like a particularly aggressive bunch, you know? Yeah. And When um, people are loitering outside outside the 7-Eleven, and it's two degrees, Yeah. they're like, hey, dude, what's up? It's like, and I'm like these people it's need two help. degrees. Yeah. Uh, and another thing I noticed that you can tell how uh, an area is, is... In the parking lot, are there a hundred birds? Oh, were there a lot of birds? Yeah. I didn't notice a large amount of birds. That's a way to tell. When the birds are just, like, hanging out there. Yeah. You you don't go to a... You wouldn't go to, say, a a Whole Foods and find a hundred birds in the parking lot. I wonder why that is. I wonder what it is. Is because there's just, like, more trash in the parking lot, I think it must be the trash. Yeah. Uh, Because I've noticed it in L.A. a lot. Huh. Yeah, well, you so never... here's the other thing. <laughs> We're in, like, a fucking nightmare 7-Eleven, and it's just, like, one of those 7-Elevens where there's people slowly roaming through the aisles, and you, like, round a corner, and there's just someone staring at you, and you're like, okay. <laughs> I won't go this way. I'll go a different way to the register. Sorry. And uh, so there was that. And um, then we get to the register, and uh, they don't take Apple Pay or uh, no tap, tap. No Apple Pay. And, and my card didn't take that. Wouldn't run. And the guy was moving just fucking zero miles per hour, dude. It was really weird. It was like, because, <laughs> you know, we re- we rung each other. We got rung up separately. He got some stuff. I got other stuff. And uh, there was also a woman between us who was going to buy some lottery tickets. Um, and the guy behind the counter is like, Running Caleb's card and running it again and running it again. And then he reaches down slowly and grabs a plastic bag and wraps it around the card and shoves it in and keeps shoving it in. And it was so hard to not be like, yo, man, your 7-Eleven is fucking terrifying. Could I please leave? Yeah, like, what Let do me I need out. to do? Like- you, you can't take your time. when <laughs> Like, we're trying to get in and out, dude. Also, where I go, <laughs> I, I know it's not up to him, but I'm like, hey, I'm just spitballing. Tomorrow you should tell your boss that the uh, card machine is doesn't work. Yeah, because that's a big. I think that'll his ears will perk up when he realizes they're gonna lose. People are just gonna steal. Right. You give it twenty tries in the tap machine. I'm going to walk out now. Yeah. If I was even a little bit tough, I would have just taken my bag of uts and walked out the fucking door. Um. Yeah, I just when I was a kid, I remember cards going through. You know? Yeah. I don't remember 
Try to swipe it. Try to tap it. Try and insert it. Swipe it again. <laughs> swipe. Put a ba- bag. Why would a bag around it help? Isn't that crazy? What the fuck? It's just like, is this just making it harder for even the people who own the card? So this is helping theft. If I can't get, if I can't buy shit with it, is that making it good? Yeah, get a better machine. It does seem like I, don't I know that your store is uh, falling on hard times. It's clear. Every Seven Eleven was started on hard times, and then they fell on harder times. It's true. And uh, I love going. that Todd Glass <laughs> bit about where he's like, "I've never been in a new Seven Eleven. You ever been in a Seven <laughs> Eleven? You're like, oh, they just built this one. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Damn." I actually have been in a 7-Eleven that got an upgrade every now and then. What? Because there's 7-Elevens in like really nice neighborhoods now, in L.A. at least. The 7-Eleven at uh, Vermont and Franklin, which is like in the heart okay. of really nice Los Feliz, got like a serious fucking upgrade where wow. yeah, there's just like glass cases everywhere and uh, carpet in parts of it. Carpet? Yeah. Ooh, I can't imagine carpet. Any No 7-Eleven yeah. I've been in needed that well the thing is about that is that it's like i walked in and i was like wow there's like neon wow (laughs) yeah the guy behind the counter is really happy he's like i know this is crazy (laughs) and uh yeah you look around you're like damn dude it's like comfortable to walk around and it's well lit and there's like sneeze guards on all the things and whoa it just feels deeply clean and they're still selling pizza that gives me diarrhea. <laughs> oh, that pizza. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, what a mistake. <laughs> and so I just don't think they should spruce it up at all. I don't really see what the purpose is. You're just like, yeah, yeah, polishing diseases. I would love to know what they're saying at meetings, like at 7-Eleven headquarters, you know? Oh, man. Like, do they even wear suits? Like, what is that place like? Oh, yeah, no way. <laughs> Running running the 7-Eleven Corporation is definitely just a class at some high school. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. how could you not run a 7-Eleven? I've never been to see a 7-Eleven where they're like, we're out of business. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're done. That's true. I don't think you can fuck it up. Yeah, you, totally. If you sell taquitos for 10 cents <laughs> and you never close... That's a flawless business model in America. Here's my impression yeah. of, a, of a job interview where they're like, hey, do you want to work at 7-Eleven? They're like, no. And they're like, you're hired. <laughs> Show up Monday. I don't want to. Exactly. <laughs> Did I tell you once I was in uh, Fireball, California? I stopped on a road trip. Fireball. Fireball. That's Ball? Ball. B-A-U-G-H. Okay. F-I-R-E-B-A-U-G-H. Fireball. making up towns. It's real, dude. No way. I saw a Taco Bell job interview. Oh, that's fun. It was awesome, dude. Everyone should get to see a Taco Bell job interview in their, in their lifetime. <laughs> um, it's a real slice of American life. <laughs> it's like, you know those paintings of like a bowl of bananas? It like feels a lot <laughs> like that. <laughs> oh, what are, the, what are they saying? Yeah, dude. So first of all. What's your weakness? It's What's your biggest weakness? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. Well, what brought you to this? I'm unemployed. <laughs> yeah. How sorry do you feel? <laughs> Dude, so everything about it was wrong. It was so great. I was just eating at the Taco Bell, and it, the person conducting the job interview had to have been 22, and the person interviewing for the job 
Had to have been 15. And bless her fucking heart, she was wearing a fucking prom dress. <sighs> <laughs> I know, dude. I love to think that, like, in the middle of prom, she's like, "I need money." I'm, I, and I'm starving. Yeah. Um, and, uh, <laughs> this prom has gone longer than I thought. Yeah, man, I'm definitely not gonna fuck this guy. <laughs> I do feel like probably halfway through prom is where a lot of people have that realization. Probably a lot of women, specifically, halfway through prom, are like, "Oh, I'm not gonna fuck this guy." Yeah. Beginning of the night, I was really gunning for it. He had the tux on. I bet most guys, even as the woman has slammed the door and run up the stairs, and he's walking back to his car, he's like, I might still get laid. I have a chance. She might run back down the stairs. You still have the limo for another 15 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Well, I do think, I'll bet you the amount of times um, that a guy has struck out on prom night and walked back to the limo and been like, Let's go to the city. <laughs> it's off the fucking charts. And the thing is, and then think about the driver. How many adult drivers have been like, you got it, Mr. Banks, or whatever. This, on, this sounds like a like a sex comedy from 20 years ago. It does. Where the guy doesn't get laid, and then he he's like, I still got the limo for three more hours. Right, totally. Yeah, it's very, it's a lot like the premise of Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. Yeah, yeah. I think this is actually like I, they don't really make those anymore, do they? Harold and Kumar go to White Castle, but like like sex comedy, like big sex co- like teen sex comedies. Oh, I guess that's true. Those used to be like huge, and now it's like I haven't seen one of them in a million years. Well, because it's it's because a teen sex comedy is like a uh, comedy version of a thing because it's like a degree removed, right? I've actually been thinking about this a lot lately. Not to make it too serious, but like. We now, because of social media, have direct access to every single type of person and their perspective. Mm-hmm. So, like, you remember The Daily Show was really big? And The Daily Show was really big because we had a Republican president and liberalism didn't have a voice. And so this one guy was <laughs> able to, like, tell fucking poop jokes but also be like, these people are fucking Nazis. Yeah, yeah. And we were like, wow, I have a friend. But yeah, now yeah. Twitter is just people being like, uh, I have evidence that these people are Nazis. And uh, <laughs> and it's like no fun and it fucking sucks. And no one's telling jokes and there's no, it's just all these specific. And I think that's the same thing. I think the reason there are no teen sex comedies is that we all watch porn. Uh, oh, damn. Yeah, that's probably a big part. Remember, truly, you I, could, yeah. a lot of Euro Trip was just how hot the girls were in it. <laughs> I remember, I'm going to watch that movie. I remember being like, I'm going to watch that fucking movie. Yeah, and they would always um, say, like, unrated version. Ooh, yeah. Unrated. Totally. This yeah, this version has less ratings than the other unrated version. <laughs> yeah. This I remember is an there was an unrated Dumb and Dumber, where I was like, are they going to fuck? Like, what am I going to see? Well, the dog van had a dick in that one. <laughs> 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 yeah, man. And when you shit in the when you took you had the diarrhea, they let you see it. <laughs> That's the thing. An unrated version of Dumb and Dumber is fucking terrible, dude. Yeah, yeah. it just had like two More extra farts? scenes. Yeah, yeah. I'm like it's so. D- but they really would market unrated versions as if it was a porn parody of the movie itself with the actors in it. They really would. You're yeah. right. I want to see it go the other direction. Bridges of Madison County, unrated. unrated. <laughs> 
Schindler's List yeah. unrated. <laughs> yeah, totally. You're not going to believe how long the list is this time. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of people Liam Neeson saves is off the fucking charts. And they're all coeds. <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) Schindler's list of girls gone wild. (laughs) What I can't stop thinking about is the poor person like next door who's just like, I'm just going to do some drugs (laughs) at the days in. Yes. And I just want to get really high. And it's cold outside. And then we're just over here like, unrated Schindler's (laughs) list. And they're just like, who the the fuck? I was expecting to get a room in the days in and hear people fucking so hard it nearly <laughs> knocked the paintings off the walls. But instead, I have to hear these fucking virgin losers <laughs> screaming jokes about the Holocaust. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, dude. But anyway... I saw a Taco Bell job interview. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted to hear more about and, that. And uh, so she was wearing a prom dress, and it was so adorable, man. I, My heart went out to her because, you know, people tell you you dress up for a job interview. She got that wrong. She heard that wrong. Mm-hmm. You don't wear a tux to a job interview, you know? I'll be right back. Oh, Caleb's going to be right back. Oh, okay. Um, so she's wearing a prom dress. And she was waiting. Matter of fact, I remember she was waiting alone in a prom dress, sitting in like a high top table at this Taco Bell. And I was like, damn, did this girl get fucking stood up for her day? I was like, oh, this is terrible. And then, you know, uh, someone just wearing a Taco Bell uniform, wearing like a headset uh, that was like partially headphones and then like a uh, mouthpiece, uh, who they were clearly working the drive through came out and they were sort of frazzled. And they were like, oh, hey, okay, I have your uh, your application here. Um, so uh, this is their first question. Why do you want to work at Taco Bell? And like immediately I was like, I'm going to beat the shit out of this guy. <laughs> Why? Why do you want to work at Taco Bell? Oh. Well, I have so many options. <laughs> <laughs> I was practicing law, and uh, it didn't make me happy. <laughs> yeah, totally. And this girl goes, well... It's my favorite restaurant. (laughs) I know. Oh, boy. And you know what's funny is that at the time, I laughed at this girl, and I thought, what an idiot, saying it's your favorite restaurant. What an asshole. But then when I left and I drove away, I was like, no, that's the right answer. What else are you going to fucking say? And also, like, I'm 16. I hate my life. I live in Fireball. Give me a fucking job, dude. (laughs) Give me a fucking job. You know what I'm saying? I like, think it'd be better to flip it. Why do you need uh, employees at uh, Taco Bell? That's that's so funny, dude. A Taco Bell job interview should be the person who's about to work there interviewing you about why Taco Bell exists. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah I'm going to work there, but first you have to tell me. Why is there an opening? Why did it come to this? Yeah. Oh, there you go. That's funny. Is it because you pay bad yeah. and it's not good? Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Is it because they moved on to bigger and better things? (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah. Let me ask you this. So you're the manager of a Taco Bell. How do you fucking feel? (laughs) (laughs) That wouldn't even be in your five-year plan if you were, like, five years old. Like, I'd like to be managing a Taco Bell in five years. See, that's why when I have my first kid, immediately, right when they come out of the womb, I'm going to be like, what's your five-year plan? Because <laughs> I want them to know where they're going to be at five. <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> there's a lot of directions that could go. They could be like, well, you know, I would like to be... Saying full sentences and walking upright. I'd like to take my own shits. I would like to take my own shits, and I would like to be eating solid foods. (laughs) (laughs) That's uh, then, uh, like after they they tell you, you just got to go. Well, uh, sorry to say, turns out you do not get to make decisions (laughs) uh, until you're like eighteen. So yeah, so sorry about that. Anyway, but I think it's interesting that you have a plan. Yeah. I love the uh, <laughs> a baby with what's a five year plan. plan? <laughs> hey, welcome to what's it called? Welcome everybody. to what's it called, everybody. We're so glad that you're here. We're in the this potato hotel boys. Room. We're the potato boys. What's up, Richard Carnes? We love you. you sit down, Carnies. You piece yeah. of shit. We're laying down, so you got to sit down for us. That's right. Sit up, but also lay down in your brain. You this get is it. Our first hotel beer episode. So uh, thanks I'm for being here. Borderline hammered. Yeah, I'm having a good time. Yeah, man. I had two beers before we even recorded. Yeah, that's a first. That's true. Yeah, we're having fun. Did we never have we never done an episode where we were drunk before? I feel like we've I, drank we've had on a, a couple beers. Yeah. But we haven't been like a night like tonight where we're like, it's two degrees. Yeah, I'm fucked up. Yeah. yeah it's yeah, fun. Man. I'm so fucked up. I applied for a job at the Taco <laughs> Bell down the street. Uh, you know, you get the shit with us. Uh, we're what's it called? We're here to be dumb. Our website's what's it called dot rodeo. We got That's a right. Patreon, patreon.com slash what's it called. Yeah, join it. Join it. Bonus episodes yeah. every week. And you could join for as little as three dollars a month. And it would mean a right. lot to me and Dave because we are broke. Uh, we are broke. We're and, staying uh, in a hellish days in. Yeah. Think about that. You're listening to a podcast and we are scared. Yeah, oh, where well, we are a little bit. When I went and got ice for the beers, I was like, I'll just knock on the door when I'm back. And I knocked on it, and Dave was like, Who is it? (laughs) And I was like, Oh, yeah, I shouldn't have. I knew it was you. It was a But did you? How much did you know? That's true. Hey, speaking of that, the Ben Shapiro's Beard Update. Well, it's shaved. The Ben Shapiro's Beard Update. That feels particularly fun to do in a hotel room in person. <laughs> like, how do we even make that happen? I'm sitting on a bed. <laughs> I'm just laying on a bed, and all of a sudden... The Ben Shapiro's Beard Update. <laughs> we also have my the old computer I used to use, and I had forgotten that a part of the soundboard on this computer was... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's our old friend's perfect fart and anxious fart. Uh, I'll tell you this. Every time I've ever had a girlfriend fart, it's been anxious fart. Yeah, Play man. anxious fart again. This is... And they're always like... And I'm they're... so sorry. Yeah, and they can't even believe... They're, at first, they're like, do do I say that... that... 
Did they hear that? What's really funny is before we started recording, me and Dave were just actually farting. Yep. Uh, because we've been drinking a lot of beer and it's fun. Yeah, so. that's right. Yeah. I... You know what we should add on the Patreon is if you pay enough, maybe you can come get drunk in a hotel with us. Oh, that's a fun one. That's probably illegal. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it sounds creepy as hell. Well, no, we should just... Oh, by the way, shout out. Uh, a longtime follower of, follower of our show, listener listener to our show. Wow. Um, We're drunk. Bleh. Yep. Uh, and... Uh, a member of the Patreon, uh, Margolo Mullaney is her name. She came to the Grolics and I what? met her in person. And Margo. I wanted to, yeah, it was so nice to meet you. And I wanted uh, to talk more. I felt so bad. I had to like, you know, this is a thing that comics do. It's like so fun to do a lot of shows. And so you book a ton of shows. But uh, the Grolics was so magical and fun. I like, next time I do the Grolics, I'm for sure never going to book anything else that day. And yeah, I yeah. made money that night, and I'm happy that I did. And that other Whoa. show was fucking fun. But it was just so sick. I just wanted to stay there, stay there, and hang out. And Margolo, I had to meet you and then run away immediately. And I'm sorry about that. I it's just so great to meet fans of this show, and, especially uh, with a name like that. Like who's named Margolo? That? I know that's like where mm-hmm. like that's better than Carmen San Diego. <laughs> Where are they? Where is Margot O'Malley? Where is she? What a name. Not in this day's end. They probably have a job. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Man, we should both we should apply to a Taco Bell. You know? News about the moon. Man. Doing moon news out of a hotel room. I mean Yeah, it's well, you really you really feel alive podcasting from a hotel. During a blizzard <laughs> in a city you don't li- like, neither of us live here. <laughs> Here's the problem I am not connected to the internet. I'll get you a laptop that is. You'll get me a laptop Does, that is. Doesn't that kind of sound like a commercial? Well, that means you know what that means, Caleb. What does that mean? That means that you got to be the one doing the moon news. Oh, yeah, dude. All right, it's usually it's me that is running the moon news. I'm usually at the helm of looking up. The news about the moon, but it's fucking Caleb this time. I'm excited, man. I fucking hate Ooh, doing shit. Wait a minute. CNN exclusive. Did you just Google the moon? I go- yes, That's I Googled great. moon news. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Inside the secretive process to select the first astronauts for NASA's next moon mission. That's what I'm fucking talking about. Whoa, this Yo, came out today. Even the moon news gets better when you're in the day's wow. end. Wow. Okay, so they're going to launch this next year. It's 2024, oh, Artemis 2. Hell yeah, dude. Wow. Wasn't Artemis 1 even just a satellite too? It wasn't actually people? I'm not sure. Hmm. But uh, it's the most powerful rocket ever built uh, ooh, at a price tag that by then will approach $100 billion. Oh, my God. It better not blow up. Man, this sounds like something from an Animaniacs episode. Yeah, this is nuts. <laughs> uh, they also they included a, a picture in the story of a guy giving a speech with the astronaut suit on, which is like, wear a suit. Yeah, give me a break. Like, you didn't just land. Yeah, even um, NBA coaches wear a fucking suit. So everyone wants this guy, 
Uh, Reed Wiseman, who's a 47-year-old decorated naval aviator and test pilot. They want him on the moon, this guy. Okay, why? Um, I don't know. He looks pretty, he's pretty handsome. Oh, there you go. <laughs> we definitely want hot people on the moon. <laughs> Especially men, hot men. Oh, this is interesting. So Wiseman stepped down as chief of the astronaut office in November, a prestigious job uh, historically responsible for selecting the initial crew assignment for each mission, but which also comes with a big catch. The chief isn't eligible to fly in space. So he just stepped down. The chief can't go to space. Why not? That's the rules. The chief's got to be oh, on the, the ground. the chief is just not allowed so to So Reed stepped space. down because his ass wants to go to space. And oh. look, this, look, check this out. Being chief is a crummy, lousy job said astronaut Garrett Reisman to CNN. No one wants it, especially now. People are spilling some beans here. Wow, there's a lot of drama happening over at NASA. Yeah, so I hope he I hope he gets it. You know, it seems like Reed... Uh, well, people will like him. Reed yeah. Weissman? So there's a few people. Uh, and that guy Randy is... Bresnick, Victor Glover, Jeremy Hansen, Christina Koch, Anna McClain, Jessica... Man, a lot of ladies wanting to go on the moon. Hell yeah, dude. Four women! That rules. They better pick at least one of these ladies. These are all the people that are up for it. Eight yeah, yeah. people. And then uh, and ha- yes. how big is the crew? Just two or something? I don't know. Send I, all eight, man. That's what I say. Right. It's already a hundred billion. Yeah, exactly. Was it going to cost another fifty thousand to send another four people to the moon? Yeah. Isn't that funny to think that astronauts get paid like thirty-five grand a year? Do they? They probably get paid sixty grand a year. I don't think they get paid a lot of money. Well, still more than me. I like that. Yeah, well, good. What's really funny is they're keeping it a secret. They're keeping it. A, they don't want everybody to know who's going to the moon. Oh, man. Because I'm like, why? Because Russia's going to like, oh, shit. What are they going to do? I don't yeah, know. No, it's I don't think Russia's going. You know if it's I been think... this long. <laughs> yeah. They were so close. The space race is over, dude. Yeah. Also, Russia's busy. <laughs> uh... <laughs> they got like a bunch of war crimes to commit, man. They got a bunch of people who don't deserve it to kill. Yeah, uh, <laughs> dude. If imagine if Ukraine beats Russia to the moon, that would fucking oh, it'd be, rule, uh, it'd be funny. You know who I want them to send to the moon? Tony the Tiger, because <laughs> he's great. Yeah, I said that. I said that whole thing <laughs> on my podcast that I want to be good. I said that. I said the corniest thing I could have possibly said. But here's the thing: imagine how great it would be if he was on the moon. That would be fun. It would be great. It would be great. Exactly. Honestly, I'm kind of surprised there isn't like an astronaut Tony the Tiger campaign where it's like. Or some version of it. Yeah. Well, what's an updated like. uh, Yeah. Who's like a more modern Tony the Tiger that could go to the moon? Ooh. You know what's funny is that probably a more modern Tony the Tiger that could go to the moon is Jeff Bezos. Oh, no. Yeah, it's true. He, we, our like uh, mascots are real people that are like billionaire pieces of trash now. I think it's so weird we know who owns it. Like when I was a kid, I knew about Bill Gates. Right. But I didn't know about anybody. I didn't know who ran Nike. Totally. Or, or I didn't know who ran uh, Pop Tarts. Yes. Like, why do we care? Exactly. Go to work. Like, yeah. Why are you doing a photo shoot That's for Time so Magazine? I just don't get it. Yeah, did you hear that? Uh, you hear what a big a piece of shit the guy who uh, owns Gushers is? <laughs> dude, Gushers yeah. is a fucking Nazi company. You know the guy dude. that owns the co- the cuties company? You know <laughs> the one, uh, you know the bags of the little oranges. Yeah, man. <laughs> cuties. <laughs> yeah, man. That guy physically assaulted a priest. <laughs> 
Yeah, why do we have to know? I don't care who runs anything. Yeah, stop it. Yeah, and it's obviously like you you don't have to be front facing, you know? You don't have to like, there are plenty plenty of companies that aren't I don't know who runs Samsung. Right. I don't want to know who runs Samsung. I don't even know if anybody is. Mm, that's don't all their phones blow up? <laughs> they do fold, yeah, they, which I hate. They catch on fire, and I don't know. Oh, man. I feel so bad for them, because like, once you're locked into Apple, you're just locked in. Like I got the, the watch and the headphones mm-hmm. and the computer and the phone. It's like, I'm dying. There's no way. And I always see them go, for $1, you can get a Samsung <laughs> Galaxy. Please. Totally. If you switch any to anything. That's right. You get a Samsung Galaxy, and we'll give you the brand new version of it every six months. <laughs> you also get a tablet and a watch and a laptop, and it's all free. And we'll hug you. <laughs> and I'm like, I just yeah. can't. I, I'm locked no. in. It's over. It just is better. I don't know, man. I Yeah, the blue bubbles, I like them. I like the blue bubbles, man. Yeah, that was a genius move. Truly. Maybe we don't even know. Maybe maybe on Samsungs, when we text them, our bubbles are brown. And they're like, it's from an iPhone. They should do that. It's shit. And they should make their, their bubbles blue. And yeah. they should make them say delivered. <laughs> you know? Samsung is a bunch of idiots. And I've been saying it forever, dude. Man, what if Samsung started sponsoring us? Then we had to have a bunch of Samsung shit. That'd be crazy, dude. That would be crazy. That would be, And I would do it in a heartbeat. If you work for Samsung, please... Truly, consider, I mean, we're we're good people, yeah. And you know, we have a pretty good track record with spron- uh, sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> Spr- sponsor us. Wait a minute. Sponsor us. That's right. <laughs> Sponsor. We need some sponsors. Yeah, dude. What were you looking at just now? Are you getting more beer? I don't know, mate. Well, no. I'm, I'm definitely drunk now. Yeah, I'm having a good time. Yeah, dude. We got. I almost forgot what we needed to rename. Yeah, well, we don't need to rename anything. Not anymore. <laughs> Sometimes you get so drunk that everything's better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I'm so drunk right now that when I get home, I'm going to hide stuff from my roommate. <laughs> it didn't even occur to me until right now that I could do that, but I'm yeah, going to get home from um, my trip. A day before his trip, I'm going to go into his room, I'm going to pick six things, and I'm going to take them into my room. Oh, dude. Yeah, nice. man. That's right. Take something he would never think you would steal. That's right. Know? He's going to be like, hey, man, where are my heart pills? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to be like, they're in my ass. Come and get them, stupid. <laughs> that's right. And that's how I'm going to finally lose my virginity to that's my roommate. That's your new comedy, your comedy catchphrase. They're in my ass. They're in my ass. Well, they're in my ass. <laughs> oh, where are the laughs? They're in my ass. <laughs> yeah, man. You would. I wouldn't be bombing if you were in my ass. <laughs> this is going to be what blows you up, dude. I can't wait. Dude. Nobody can follow the in my ass. Guy. <laughs> That's right, dude. Yeah, man. My Once I'm doing my in the ass stuff. My don't tell video is going to fucking explode. <laughs> should Biden run again? He should run in my ass. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'll tell you where Corn Pop is. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, Biden, uh, no semi truck would have killed your wife if you were both in my ass. <laughs> oh, fun. Yeah, dude, let's rename 
<laughs> the Beastie Boys. Yeah, they need a new name. I've always thought terrible name. Full disclosure, okay? <laughs> I'm biased. I think their name sucks, yeah. and I think all their songs are bad. No. I think their concept is shitty. Come on. I don't like anything about them. I think they suck You don't all the like way. the Beastie Boys? Do not like them. Holy shit. <laughs> That's bad. Well, what about when they do that thing where all three of them say the last word of the sentence? You I don't, don't like, like that, that part? Either. <laughs> I don't like any of I can't believe... <laughs> They are popular. Really? I wow. can't believe anyone likes them. I don't know who they're for. Uh, I think it's some of the most grating, annoying. Like, I, I, and I get it. It means a lot to a lot of people. A lot of people do like them. They think they're fun and funny or whatever. It just doesn't do it for me. It's it's like, you know, what is it? A cilantro tastes like soap to some people. It sounds like shit to me. I mean, you know what's funny is that I love them, and I totally get it. Yeah. Like, yeah, you think they're annoying. I don't think that's crazy at all. I can't stand it. It's one of my least favorite things. One of my least favorite kinds of music is I can't believe it. So I think they should be called the Jews. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's been what's it called, everybody. (laughs) You know what's funny is that that's obviously a joke, but also how sick would it be if that was the name of the Beastie Boys? No, it really would. It would be such a dope name. The Jews. (laughs) The Jews. I like to listen to the Jews. Dude. Because I also, I on the flip side, I love the Beastie Boys. I think they're so yeah. great. And I think it's so cool that these guys that are, like, quite frankly, like, like presenting as, like, beta dudes and are, like, very, like, readably Jewish in how they are. You know, I mean, that's, like, a w- weird to say because what does it mean to be, like, Jewish? There's lots of different types of Jewish people. But, like, they are, like, we are Jews and they do a lot of, like, stereotypically Jewish things in their presentation. And they're like successful rappers. It's crazy. I don't know. Yeah, I really, really like crazy. it. Yeah. I also think they're really good rappers. Also, another thing I like about the Beastie Boys is that they're fucking great guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, I mean, obviously, I don't know them personally, so I don't really know. Maybe not. But they like later in their career, they were like, you know what? It's fucked up that we rapped so much about women. And there's really? stuff. It wasn't even like necess- as disrespectful as a bunch of other shit in hip hop. But they were like, yeah. that wasn't cool. And they do a lot of like uh, activism and outreach and donating. Well, now and, I uh, sound like a real piece of shit. You don't have to like their music to think they're good people, man. Yeah, it helps. Uh, it helps. And Ad Rock um, is married to um, Kathleen Hanna, the lead singer of Bikini Kill and La Tigra. And that's just cool to me, too, because she's, like, a front person. And uh, and I don't know. She's just, like, a loud feminist punk girl. And uh, to be, like, a rock star and be like, yeah, I'm going to marry this person. Yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, it just means you're cool to me. Well, you might change my mind. <laughs> Dude, one of my favorite, um, like, videos of, of performance at all. So Kathleen Hanna was really good friends with Kurt Cobain. And there's this video of her telling the story of how she was involved in the song Smells Like Teen Spirit being created. Oh, damn. And in the, it's like a 15-minute video where she tells a story about her and Kurt. And they're, like, vandalizing this, like, anti-abortion clinic. And then they're hanging out. And she sprays spray paint Smells Like Teen Spirit on the wall. And then Nirvana blows up. And Bikini Kill, she has to strip in order to make money to pay for their tour. And she strips in front of this like hardcore dude who's like an anti-feminist, and he plays Smells Like Teen Spirit, and she has to dance to it. And it's just like fucking crazy, beautiful story. 
where she plays Smells Like Teen Spirit and plays Rebel Girl by Bikini Kill, which is a great song. And uh, she's telling the whole story, and Ad-Rock is just behind her playing drums. Uh, oh, damn. And it's just, yeah, it just seems like their relationship is beautiful. I'm a very big fan of them, I guess. Oh, boy. Wow. What? Yeah, I gave you a hard sell. No, yeah. I, you really do. Now I'm like, do I hate them? Like that all worked on me. I mean, if you hate their music, you hate their fucking music. But you don't even like, yeah. like intergalactic. I feel like that's such a catchy. I can't. I can't. Wow, it. it's damn, very grating to me. But uh, you know, they seem like good dudes. Even when the robot voice is saying intergalactic, <laughs> I'm just. I don't know when I need to listen to that. <laughs> what time of day is that? What I don't know. That's great. But I, I got a good name for him. How about Big Skinny? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like that a lot. It's good for a group of white dudes rapping. Yeah, here's one. Uh, Mad Boys. Ooh, how about Kill Harmonic? Yo, that's a really good one. Yeah, not bad. How about William S. Five Burrows? <laughs> <laughs> how about Rat Stack? All right, here's my last one. Mario and Luigi and Toad. Ooh, yeah. how about the whitest kids you know? <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. My last one is Fat Money. <laughs> Damn, Fat Money, I think, might be the one, dude. Fat Money's fun. Oh, dude. Yeah, I wish my name was Fat Money. Yeah, dude. Damn. I'm trying now. I'm just like trying to rip Fat Money, is so. Fat money. Because the other thing about it is the Beastie Boys, I think the way that it is a good name is that they're a successful rap group with this sort of like trolley name. Mm hmm. In an era where all the rap names were like Big Joe, or wait, that's not even one. Fat, Fat Joe. Joe is who I was thinking of. Yeah, um, yeah, Big Pun. Uh, yeah, yeah, Biggie Smalls. Just like this sort of like grandiose. Even Eminem has this sound to it where it just seems like intense when even though it's a fucking candy. Eminem. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny to me too that rappers like you either got to be real fat or really in shape. You can't just be like a pudgy. Yeah. Kind of doughy. The only ones are like run the jewels. They're just like doughy guys. Yeah. Yeah. But that's rare. I feel It like. is rare. And I feel like they're not even like near as big as these guys we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's something about being just like, I'm huge. And everybody's <laughs> like, badass. Yeah. We're not fucking with you. Yeah, totally. Big pun weighs 800 pounds. <laughs> so what if the Beastie Boys were called the huge boys? <laughs> Huge. Has anyone been called huge, huge in music? No, I don't think so. Huge Dave. That's my rapper huge name. Dave. <laughs> huge Dave. <laughs> I like Huge Dave. Yeah, I do too. No rappers go by Dave. No one, no rapper. Well, hmm, I guess not. So, Open Mike Eagle tours with Video Dave, but I don't think Video Dave is a rapper. Video Dave, that'd be a good rapper name. Yeah. Y'all tweeted a bunch of shit at us. Uh, about the names we did uh, for this week, we did uh, if the Beastie Boys were communist. Coming in at number ten, we got ill communism. That oh was shit! At Seth Mills, dude, I'm gonna be loving these Beastie Boys puns, dude. I oh, fucking dude. Yeah. at George Games, intergalactic proletarians, dude. I mean, come on, I can't. You don't like the song intergalactic? Even. It just doesn't do it for me, man. You know. At Winslow Domain, friend of the show, check your red, which is great because it's check C Z E C H. Yeah. It's good stuff. Just good work. Just good stuff. Well good done, my there. friend. At yes. Larry Bellello said, and Mother Russia head checks you. <laughs> yeah, that's great. 
Uh, next we got, look, we have never done this before, but uh, numbers uh, six and five on the list are both from Turducken MRE. Yeah, good job. Cash rules everything around me, and I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. And then topped it off with Run CCP. So clever, dude. Wow. Yeah. I mean, back to back. Then we had at Seth Bennett with White Russians. I mean, good just shit, perfect. dude. And also yeah. a good name for a rep. Yeah, that's true. At Doc Hollandays said, Ryman and Stalin. That's so clever. Good Lord. The last three are so clever. Yeah, Yeah. coming in at number two, at Badwig had Class Monkey. Oh, jeez. Fuck yeah, dude. That funky monkey. Yeah. And then our winner, which two different people... Uh, word for thought. word came with yeah. up with the same long name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At, in layman's terms, and dumb space bimbo came up with the number one this week. It's perfect, Marxy Marks and the Funky Bunch. Thank you so much. We have no need to even try to entertain people ever again. <laughs> you guys have done it for us. Holy it would fucking be funny shit! If, like if Antifa was called the Funky Bunch. <laughs> yeah, dude, they are a funky bunch. They got their face covered up. a little funky. Yeah, man. I'm going to throw a Molotov cocktail (laughs) at a cop. (laughs) I'm feeling a little goofy today. Dude, I'm goofed up. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Well, that was fucking the most fun as always. And y'all are the best. As always, at What's It Pod on Twitter if you want to jump in with us renaming shit. Also at What's It Put on Twitter if you just want to get drunk with us in a hotel room, sort of. That's right. Talking to us on there is pretty similar to that. Hell yeah, dude. Thank you for joining us here at the first ever party. What's it called? That's right. Party line. Join the Patreon, subscribe, tell a friend, and lay on down. Get the fuck down there. Mm. Eat a potato and be Richard Karn. That's right. We'll see you next week. What's it called? What's it called?